welcome back to the Supercoach Sanctum podcast. My name is Will um, and I'm joined by Jasper again today. We're without Matt um, once again. I fear I may have scared him off by taking a bit of a pot shot at, at the top of last week's show. So Matt, if you're listening, come back. We love you. How are you going, Jasper? <laughs> yeah, he hasn't responded too well uh, to the criticism, has he? Although maybe we could have done it to his face because I think we're both guilty of a couple pot shots without him here. Uh, but having said that, Foz and I gave you a couple pods um, two weeks ago when you missed and, and you were back here raring to go hosting duties and everything. So I think he's just, he's taken it pretty poorly and he hasn't responded in the way that we would have hoped. A bit like your blues on the weekend, uh, but we don't need to talk about that. We can talk about Supercoach instead. Uh, how did you go this week, Kako? I, uh, I went all right, thanks. I, I think I ended up with 2,191, so... Pretty middling, top top twenty eight percent, but still um, dropped in rank a bit. I guess I'm not not really um, playing for rank anymore because I'm sort of just inside the, the top twenty five k, so not really um, a whole lot to gain, um, I guess. But but yeah, a few disappointing scores. I did not get anywhere near it with my captaincy or vice captaincy. I had Sam Walsh as vice captain in when he scored eighty one against North, um, but we won't talk about that game ever again. Um, but yes, how about you? Yeah, I. I went pretty well, um, 23.74, which I'm happy about. Still wasn't an uber high score. Um, I think like the bloke who, who finished on top scored some 2,700-odd score, which is just ridiculous. Pretty uh, crazy. Yeah, exactly. And I think it probably came down to captaincy choices. Um, there, there was a couple different uh, players who went big, but then a lot of our, our regular captains, like I had Steele and, and Took Miller, who I was considering as well. Um, they, they didn't do too well. So uh, that's unfortunate um, for a lot of coaches. But if you had Rory Laird or, or Paddy Dangerfield with the C or even Jack McRae, then uh, you'd be pretty happy about your score, I reckon, this week. Yeah, you certainly would. Um, quite a few high scores um, among, yeah, among those. Jack McRae, obviously, with that 146. And then Dangerfield um, with a 165. And Rory Laird... Um, who I feel like I did bunch. slightly, yeah. Who I, I feel like I did slightly consider him for the captaincy last week, actually, oh. but um, glossed over him. We should have known. Too busy. We should have. We really should have. Up against the Hawks, <laughs> we should have been like, yeah, that's an easy one fifty. Yeah, he so uh, absolutely blitzed it with one seventy eight, and that would have been brilliant if you had him, had him as captain um, during the round. But um, yeah, as we as we do, we move on. Always on to next week. So, and that's what we're here to do. Um, let's let's quickly go on to next week in our league as well, because we have a couple big matchups coming up. It is, uh, and it I think it's super coach finals time. Yeah, super coach finals time, and and that's where you know the majority of the competition turns their focus to. If you're not around the top hundred, like a hundred and sixty thousand odd people aren't. So for me, I'm I'm coming in uh, second right now. Uh, I think you're in fourth, and. And Matt is in third. We have someone is beating all of us who are on the podcast, which is kind of embarrassing. But uh, alas, we've we've done all right through the season and we've got into the finals. And it's, that means I'm going to be coming up against Matthew and his team. Make my will day. Uh, the Harlem Trotters are going to romp this one in. I think it's it's not a bit of a no contest. I think he he's not on the pod right now because he knows what's up this weekend. He's just preparing uh, to be destroyed by my side. So yeah, Matt, Matt hasn't had a very good last few weeks. And I think the misery is going to continue next week because I'm going to destroy him. 
Yeah, I think I'm um, in fourth. So I'm sitting sitting pretty. Managed to get the the double chance in the Supercoach finals, which is good. But um, not sure if I fancy my chances against uh, this guy who's who's at the top of the league. Um, but yeah, we'll see how we go. Might pull one out of nowhere, like I did a couple of weeks ago, or maybe I've used all used all my luck up. But we'll see. So I guess it's down to nailing the captaincy again. Now that my team is nearly nearly there, still got a couple of trades in the bank. Um, I yeah. didn't trade yeah. last week actually. Um, had cover on the forward and. Uh, defense, defensive benches for um, Cal Mills and Rowan Marshall, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll see cool. how and, we go. And his team name is Simp FC. Not not too sure about that one. What did he do <laughs> on the weekend? He he captained. Oh, he captained Sam Walsh. That that wouldn't Ooh. have been a good start to the weekend. But what's he done? He's brought in Trey Rusco to to cover Rowan Marshall on his bench. That's an interesting decision because obviously Rusco's got that defender kind of role now. Uh, he's been scoring pretty well from there. So uh, that's a very bold decision. I think he's chasing like a pretty high rank as well. Overall, he's he's mid 3000s overall rank. So yeah, he's doing pretty well right now. Pretty good. Maybe we need to get him on the podcast yeah. next year. Come and, come special, and replace myself. Special maybe. comments. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that'd be, that'd be handy, wouldn't it? So there are four weeks left in the season. And it is, of course, the all-important finals time. Um, so we're going to take a look at the defenders and the midfielders who have the best run home um, in the last four rounds of the season. Um, and I think there have been a couple of fixture changes, but um, we've we've nailed narrowed them down um, to to see who's who's the best. And Jasper, do you want to talk us through the defenders with the best runs home? Yeah. So obviously. Not too many trades floating around, but it's important to know still who who's likely to score the best. And, and over the next few weeks, uh, it, it you know you just you want points on field, and that's all you want. You don't need cash generation. You don't you don't need uh, anything else. Just want to make sure that uh, you you get as many points on field, and and that's the part of the game that I'm not very good at. So um, I'm going to try and listen to my own advice here. Uh, and the best runs home. Daniel Rich easily has the best run home of everyone. Brisbane. Uh, four defenders. Uh, they come up against Hawthorne, then Fremantle, then Collingwood, then West Coast, and they all give up a bunch of points to defenders. So Daniel Rich is absolutely picking a lot. I said coming out of the bars that Daniel Rich would average a t- as a top six defender through throughout the the period after the the buy rounds, and he hasn't really let me down. He's been he's been pretty solid, and I should have listened to my own advice because if I brought him in when I said he was going to go off, then I'd be in a better space than I am now. But alas, I'm not very smart. He he he's gone over the last five one seventeen over his last three one twenty two, had one thirty two on the weekend. Uh, I think that he is probably the pick of the defenders um, to bring in. Yeah, you'd say so. And I um, I was considering bringing him in um, ahead of round 19 um, to, to cover for Cal Mills, um, who's out obviously with the bit of a bit, bit of a pickle. Um, a few teams and players are in with the, um, the isolation uh, protocols, um, but um, I didn't. And, and now he's jumped up in price. So if you're, if you're looking to finish off your, um, your defensive field, or if you're um, you're after someone to maybe replace Cal Mills, if you if you can't wait to see if he's out or not, um, Daniel Rich is, is definitely the best option. Um, and another team to look at um, is the Swans. Um, and I know myself, I do have Cal Mills and Jake Lloyd on my field. Um, both of them. I do have both. Yeah, bit of a bit of an interesting play, but um, they've got a pretty good looking run home as well with um, Essendon, St Kilda, North Melbourne, and Gold Coast. Yeah, I mean, that's a great run home, uh, and and I think 
the the Swans defenders, the the two that you have are really desirable. Obviously, Cal Mills plays in the midfield more than defense. Uh, but Jake Lloyd in particular, I think he's going to really rack it up, um, kind of do do what he did last year and what we expected him to do this year. Uh, so yeah, he's been a little bit disappointing over the course of the year, but he but what he is is he's super super consistent. So that's that's what you're going to get from him. He's got he's got Essendon coming up, who who aren't the easiest to score against, but then St Kilda, and then his last two, I think he's going to go huge because they're probably the easiest teams to score against for defenders, North Melbourne and the Gold Coast. I think that he can probably average about 120 from here on out. And he's got a little bit of good form under his belt as well, which is good to see from Jake Lloyd because uh, we haven't seen too much of it this round, um, this year. So yeah, the average of 105, not too bad. Yeah, he's been um, been interesting this year, I think, Lloyd. He's, I think he started the season as my D1 or D2. Um, and he's been he's been consistent without being um, amazing like he has in past seasons, I think. So his highest score of 142 um, and then a next highest of 124. And then, um, yeah, pretty pretty consistent um, aside from that. But yeah, interesting, um, interesting season from Lloyd. And um, hopefully we'll see him keep it up um, going into the, the rest of the season. Yeah, he hasn't been a great captaincy option at all really this year, which is what he was at points last year because he was so consistently scoring like 125s. So like yeah, it was it was if he if you played that Sunday game and your VC didn't perform, then Lloyd was always a really easy one to to put your C on. And you don't really get that from too many defenders without him performing. Just Rory led this year, Cal Mills to an extent. But other than that, uh, not too many, not too many defenders putting their hand up like Jake Lloyd has in the past to to be a captaincy option. Now the, the worst, oh, actually, quickly, I'll flag Jaden Short uh, because he came he came up against probably the the hardest team to score against for defenders, which is uh, Geelong because they just control the ball and and don't let you you don't let you get a cut, touch with it. Uh, he did all right, not too bad, but I expect him with that Bachelor Hall to go really big over the next four weeks. Um, I think he has the capacity to go really big. He has done in the past. So for the Tigers, they, they've got Frio, North Melbourne, those two he should score really well against, JOS and Hawthorne. Uh, I think Jaden Short's a really good option. I have him in my team, so I'm going to be holding him um, and, and hoping that he can, he can go all right. But let's quickly move on to the, the worst run home for defenders, which is two of the expansion clubs, Gold Coast, JOS, and then also St. Kilda. Uh, what what players from from those teams do you want to avoid um, for the next month here, Kako? I guess um, for the Suns, there's been a couple of guys who have been um, pretty good at points during the season, and maybe some a good um, good pod pick, especially early on. Um, and uh, it's Jack Lacocious and Jack Bowes, and I think yeah, they're looking looking a bit tough um, for the, the rest of their fixture. Obviously, they got Melbourne this week, um, who I guess there's a bit of a chance. Melbourne are, are fairly different with uh, conceding points to defenders, but then they back up with Carlton, Essendon, and then Sydney in the last round. And obviously, Sydney played pretty well against Freo on the weekend. Isaac Handy kicking a bag, and he had um, 128 points, which is which is pretty good um, as well. Um, but yeah, I guess um, that's probably probably... A couple of guys to watch who will be in a fair few teams, I'd say. And and Lockie Whitfield has been superb over well since coming back from his concussion, where a lot of a lot of teams had to hold him on their bench. A bit of an unfortunate one, uh, but he is a bit of a flag, I think, with his run home. He's got uh, so so GOS 
uh, have Port Adelaide, then Geelong, which is pretty tough. Richmond, Carlton, none of those teams really give up a lot of points to defenders. Uh, and I think, you know, Whitfield is, is a really, really classy player and he's going to find the ball regardless. Uh, but I think there is a flag on, on what his output can be. Uh, he plays a lot on the wing, but, but against uh, Essendon, when, when GOS did my boys, um, he had like 37 touches off a back flank, taking kickouts in, in that role where, where he scores really big. Um, that, that's a slight flag, but, you know, Lockie Whitfield is so class that I think he's, he's probably going to perform well anyway. Uh, but you know, got to look at that. Got to look at that um, forecast and and see that he he might be struggling a little bit going forward. Yeah, certainly. I think I think it's a bit of a bit of a positive sign, I guess, if you do have him and and you're you're out of trades or um, or you're you're not looking to trade him. That he did go um, scored 146 against um, against the Dons, but yeah, I think you're you're absolutely spot on there. It's it's a tough outlook for the rest of the season, um, but he is, as you say, a class player. Uh, we might move on to the midfielders. Um, and again, the Swans have got a, a good run home for mids. Um, uh, as we've said, they've got Essendon this round, then St Kilda, North Melbourne and Gold Coast. And that looks like it's probably the pick of the bunch for for midfielders um, in the run home. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I I like them as I like the back line as well. Uh, Parker and an interesting one is Josh Kennedy. I think that... He could be someone without Cal Mills. I'm not too sure about this round, but uh, do you do you like him, JPK? Well, he he scored a big 154 against Frio on the weekend, and I thought I'd thought I'd put him in there uh, just as a flag. Um, he's sitting at 486k, um, averaging 114 in his last three. Um, with that sort of run home, would you consider him as a trade target if you're looking to fill um, one of your last mid spots um, at this point in the season? It's it's a real interesting pod. I, I like your thinking here, Will. For me, it just depends on Mills. If Mills is out for this week, JPK could go another 130 plus because we know he's got it in his locker. Like we saw it on the weekend, but um, I think that he's probably an avoid just because when Mills does come back, his, his role gets limited. He's older. He's, he's an injury risk, that kind of stuff. Um, but you know, if you if you're searching for a pod right now, JPK, you could do a lot worse. Uh, the the dogs midfield as well, I think uh, they're really good options as they have been throughout the whole season. To be fair, McRae Bont, but the one I want to flag is is uh, Bailey Smith. That Baz has has gone into that midfield pretty much full time with uh, Liberatore and, and Josh Dunkley out right now. Um, so I think he becomes a bit of an option with their with their run home. Uh, their midfielders, yeah, obviously they they fling the ball around so much that it doesn't really matter too much who they come up against. But then Adelaide, Essendon, Hawthorne over his next three, I think that's huge. And and Baz usually does enjoy playing against sides who aren't up to their best. And then Port Adelaide to finish it off as well. So I think he's he's a sneaky pot option. And then one for everyone who owns Jay Bolton and wants to rage trade him like myself. Richmond have a pretty nice run home for midfielders and, and he'll be in the guts full time. Uh, he just was terrible again on the weekend, unfortunately, but you know, he still does come up against North Melbourne. He comes up against Hawthorne. So, so there are teams where he can, he can turn up still. Um, so you don't waste a trade on him. You just have to hold him now and, and hope he comes good. Yeah, that's right. And another, another quick team to touch on as well is, is the cats. Um, we obviously saw Patrick Dangerfield go huge against um, the Tigers on Friday night. 
Thursday night, Saturday night, Sunday afternoon, in fact. Saw Dangerfield <laughs> go massive against the Tigers on Sunday afternoon. Um, and he's got, coming into the back end of the season, he's got uh, North Melbourne this week and then GWS St Kilda in Melbourne. So another big chance against a couple of, couple of teams that are struggling and a couple of teams that are contending. But um, if you're looking at that Cats midfield as well, um, you've got Cam Guthrie, and Mitch Duncan um, as well, and Joel Selwood, um, if you if you have him maybe as a pod. Um, so it's looking good for, for those cats there as well. Yeah, and, and Cam Guthrie is probably the pick there because he's still only 506K coming up against North Melbourne. You expect his price to probably rocket by a few tens of thousands because uh, he's, he's found some good form. 111, 108, 120 in his last three. He has a ceiling of 163. We know how good he can be. Uh, in the midfield, he's getting a little midfield clock as well without Duncan, um, that that kind of stuff. And so I I expect him to to finish off the season really strongly. And he's he's a low price, and he's he's too low for for his capability because he's still averaging 111 on the season after an injured 40, and he had another injury in there as well. So uh, I think he's probably the pick of the midfielders right now to bring in. Yeah, spot on. He he peaked at mid 600s, I think, during the during the season. Um, the early he peaked at mid 600s um, in price um, early on in the season when he had that hot run. So I think um, 506k is um, is a really good price, knowing his ceiling and um, and that really good run home as well. Um, we'll move on to the worst midfield runs, um, and and we got the Crows and the Dons as two teams with particularly um, particularly tough um, runs. Obviously, uh, the Crows have got. Uh, the Dogs, um, Port Adelaide, Melbourne, and then North Melbourne um, in their last four. And the Dons have um, Swans, Dogs, Suns, and Collingwood. And I guess neither are particularly bad, but of the of the teams, they're probably the the worst um, the worst runs. Yeah, well, it's just a really really tough run for the next two weeks for Parish and Merritt and Stringer. Uh, Dylan Shield comes back in, eats into the mid clock a tiny bit. Um, they'll want to get him. Uh, back into the midfield, I, I assume Ben Rutten and, and Co. Uh, but these two midfields that they're coming up against are so uber talented and and deny the ball of of other midfields so well um, that I'm not too sure how these guys are going to score after a really poor outing against GWS. You got Sydney and then the Western Bulldogs. Um, Sydney, obviously, if if Cal Mills is back, that's three contested beasts in there with Luke Parker and, and Josh Kennedy. And then uh, the dogs, you, know, you can run whoever you want through there. The, they bat about six or seven deep of, of A graders. So, you know, um, there's only so much you can actually do against against that midfield. So I I think Merritt's probably not going to be a captain's option. Parrish, if he can get back to the level he has been in the past um, this season, I think he can be still, but I'm not too sure if it's going to come to fruition for those Essendon boys from here on out. And also Jake Stringer, a bit less of an option in my opinion, if looking at the round, the the weeks ahead um, and, and knowing that these are some tough matchups he's going to come up against because usually he enjoys coming up against bottom four sides where he, where he puts them to the sword like he did against North Melbourne and kicked like four goals in the second half. So, you know, just got to take that into consideration. I think they're all going to be good players still over the next month, but... Uh, probably not captain the option. Do you think for 
the Dons, um, they're a chance to, to lift a bit more given um, the spot your boys are in at the moment. Um, I think just just inside the eight or maybe just outside, sort of hovering on the on the precipice a bit in those um, comps of teams. Do you think there's extra motivation for them um, to go big given the sort of the, the run home into the finals you guys are facing? Yeah, we're currently in ninth, which is like we're in ninth on percentage and then we're half a game outside the eight. But the game on the weekend against JOS was was almost a final for us. It was definitely a final for them. But if we won that game, we would have been a game inside the eight and, and looking really good to hold on. Uh, now, I'm not too sure. Sydney and Western Bulldogs, they're two top five, top six teams in the league right now. Western Bulldogs, probably the best team in the league right now. Uh, so I'm pretty not confident that we're going to turn it on and, and produce our best footy to end the season. I think I think there's some pretty sore boys and tired boys out there for the Dons right now, but uh, yeah, maybe, maybe I'll be proven wrong. Suppose we can only wait and see. Um, but looking at the Crows as well, they've got um, a tough couple of weeks up against um, two teams that are in the, the upper half of the, um, the top eight. Uh, they got the Dogs this week and then Port and then Melbourne actually the following week. So um, yeah, a bit of a, bit of a tough run. Um, for the Crows before they face North in round 18. Yeah, and I don't think we need to worry about Rory Led too much. I think he's still almost a captain of the option anyway because he's in just ridiculous form. His second half against Hawthorne was just stupidly good. But the other two, Ben Keyes, Rory Sloan, I'd stay away. Um, anyone else, if Matt Crouch comes back, definitely stay away. He's too, pri- too high price anyway. Um, so... Yeah, Royal Led will be fine, but, but Adelaide have a pretty tough run coming up. And maybe they'll snag the number one pick because, uh, you know, they could just you know, go on and, and lose every game and North could, could win another one or two because they've been in pretty good form. Well, captain, my captain. Well, captain, my captain. That's right. It's time for Oh, Captain, My Captain. Um, but we'll have a bit of a bit of a more detailed look at the captaincy options this week. We'll give you a bit of a, a premium preview for the first week of Supercoach finals. Premium preview. And that's the, that's the one. Um, and I'll, th- I'll, I'll ask you, Jasper, who are your top five uh, captaincy options this week? That's a great question, Will, because not everyone has the ones that I have, but... Having said that, you should have one of these three. Jack Steele, Took Miller, Jackson, McRae. So first up, we have Jack Steele on the Friday night against Carlton. Uh, and, you know, the, the Blues have been giving up enough points um, to, to midfielders to know that, that we're going to be all right here. Cunnington and Simpkin played pretty well on the weekend. Cunnington coming back from his, uh, his week off, at least. Um, so, yeah, I think Jack Steele will... You know, in, when St Kilda's you know pushing for a final spot, I think Jack Steele does come into his own, and he's even pushing um, for like that top five, top three in the Brownlow as well. Uh, so he'll be keen to to have a good game after a, a little bit of a quiet one against West Coast by his own standards. Um, Saints are still playing some good footy as well, so I think Jack Steele is still a really good option. Before last week, he was averaging like 148 over his last five or something ridiculous. Um, so he's going to be a captaincy option. He'll be my VC, but uh, another VC option, Jack McRae. Against the Crows, he came back with a bang after a few quiet weeks. Uh, that 146, as you mentioned before, Kako, he's he's an absolute star of the competition. Uh, he his but entry inside the inside into inside 50 is is probably the best in the league, in my opinion. Um, it's underrated how good his kicking is, uh, especially on, in a contested situations. He's a really really smart player. Knows how to 
uh, knows how to find a, a teammate with the ball. Um, I, I will, in in the same game, Rory Laird is still a, a good option, but Marcus Bontepelli is probably the the other big option in that one. And then Gold Coast will be will be in in the middle time slot against Melbourne. It's going to be a tough game. Melbourne not in the greatest form, but they'll be wanting to bounce back. Whereas you know, Took Miller. He keeps on keeping on. Had 115 on the weekend, which is quiet by his standards and is still a really good score. So I think Took Miller will, will probably be another great option. And then Patrick Dangerfield as well. I think that 165 on the weekend, we saw what he did against the Dons a few weeks ago as well. So they probably round out my top five. Um, I don't have any Ruckman in there. Um, and and these are just players that I own right now. So yeah, make up your own decisions if you, if you have others who, who are really good options. Uh, but yeah, those are... Those are my options. What about you, Will? I think um, on that Friday as well, um, Jack Steele, obviously a great option, given how poorly um, the Blues played last week. Um, and even though I say we'll stop talking about that game, um, I'll just mention that game quickly again. But um, Sam Walsh, I think, will will carry the, the vice-captaincy for me um, on the Friday night. Had a quiet week against North, obviously, but um, I think he... Is every chance to bounce back. We know the Eagles don't have a super prominent midfield, I guess, at the moment, but um, Dom Sheed and Tim Kelly still managed um, 116 and 114 against the Saints um, their uh, last round. So I think um, Sam Walsh is, is every chance for me. But I, I do I do agree with with Jack McRae and Marcus Bontempelli, as we discussed. Um, yeah, they're both, both classy players and coming up against the Crows who've conceded some big scores um yeah they're both every chance to go large i think um in the in the uh dons versus swans game um i think we've got um cal mills as as one to mention if he if he plays for the the swans we don't quite know what's going on there at the moment actually but um yeah i think mills is mills is a good option as well coming up against the dons and um i guess he'll be keen to to get back into it after a week or two off uh, he he's been stitched up, so I think he'll he'll come back in with a with a bang. So that's a great call. I think as well on the um, the Sunday two ten game, which is the first Sunday game, bit of a fixture shuffle uh, because of all the COVID um, circumstances going on. But um, Brisbane versus Hawthorne, or Hawthorne versus Brisbane um, at Utah Stadium um, in Launceston. But I think um, Jared Lyons, um, Daniel Rich, take your pick, any one of those big. Big name. Um, Lions, Not Lockie Neal, though, in my opinion. He's been terrible. Yeah, no, that's fair. Brought him in and he's been terrible since. I don't know, it's just really <laughs> disappointing. Although Jared Lyons went huge last time he was in Tasmania. So that's a really good call in, in that regard. Yeah, I think he's, he's a good chance. A good chance to go big. And that sort of looks like, I guess, the pick of it in those games. But yeah, plenty of plenty of value floating around for, for your captaincy options. And that is all we have time for today on the Supercoach Sanctum podcast. But thank you for joining us once again. You can find us on Twitter at SC Sanctum and you can find us at theinnersanctum.com.au during the week for all the latest Supercoach content and at the moment, Olympics content. Um, so if you're keen to, to wrap your eyes and ears around um, some of the best Olympics content in the country and on the planet. Um, the best. The, the, the best, best, in, in the fact. Country. Live blogs, oh, daily recaps, Aussie recaps, what to look for in the week, every single match report from our from our Aussie team sports, and then the swimming and the and the track and field as well when that starts next week. We've we've got it all. It's it's fantastic right now. Plenty to look forward to and plenty to enjoy at the moment as well. Um, and this is where we'll say goodbye. Thank you once again for joining us, and we'll see you next week.